That'd be like what it'd be like. Like you already know what it is. It's your boy Calvin Light My Way, and this is Cut the Noise, Grow Through Conversation. Today I got two special guests. None other than my ace of spades over here. The myth, the legend, Mr. Mallory Thompson. Hey, how you doing? And then my tech genius, my guru, <laughs> one of my mentors to help your boy out with the lights, the camera, and the action. None other. Then Darius Carl. What's going on, y'all? What's going on, brother? Hey. So today we are talking about uh serving and community mm. and the importance of it. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh when it when it comes to serving the community authentically, mm-hmm. what is the first thing that comes to mind for you, Mallory? Uh, the first thing that comes to my mind is complaints. Mm. You know, a lot of times we complain about the things that's happening in the community. We ain't doing nothing about it. Mm. So there's a whole bunch of why the person with this this way and they're getting crazy and all that kind of stuff or trash is on the ground. But what are we doing about it? Ooh. Responsibility of it. I think we have responsibility. You know, type of responsibility. Okay. And what about you? Serving the community. I mean, he took my land word. That responsibility. <laughs> uh, you know, for me, community is uh, it's a hard thing. Mm. Um, depending on where your heart is. And again, like he said, responsibility. Uh, if your heart is in the right place, that responsibility is it's pretty much built in. Right. So what do you find? Your values, your morals, like who you are. Um, and then what do you, what's your long, long game mm. um, when it comes to community? Because community ain't just... Uh, like local, it ain't uh just community is what you built around you. Mm. Um, so if you got friends who got marriages and kids, and um, you know, I tell my homies all the time, like when I'm moving and stuff, uh, because I don't have kids, I'm doing it for yours. Mm. Um, you know, so if they see me or their uncle or whatever they call me, you right. know, out here doing it and and taking responsibility and setting that groundwork, uh, then that helps the community that's around me come up and then they go out and then help their community that's around them. Mm. And I feel like that's a way to, you know, help the community at large. Right. Cause it's kind of on a, a, a micro level going into the macro. Oh yeah. yeah. Ooh, I love that. Me too. So, so, um, a lot of times we look at community as a location, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But, uh, what I'm hearing him say is it's who you're around. Right? Yeah. So you can have two people that can live in the same bad neighborhood, uh, but one being around different people look have a total different way of looking at that neighborhood. Mm. Live the different life. It's not as dangerous because they live their life a different way, or they went down a different street, a different path, or doing a different thing because they're not the same. So they're not trying to go out there and sell drugs, even though it might be a drug infested neighborhood. Mm. Right. Right. Yeah, I like that. It's mindset. Right. For me, community. I think of family. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like a lot of times when people say, you know, my community, my area, my hood, um, but really it all starts with home, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of times we get stuck in keeping the focus at home or only thinking about, nah, this this house, this is it. But it starts in the home. Like you said, it branches out, it grows, it and it, and it grows like the roots of a tree mm-hmm. expanding out, but you got to make sure that you good first, mm-hmm. right? at least in my opinion. Yeah, 
So when we, we talk about authenticity of service, what does that even mean? Well, serving, I mean, for me, mm-hmm. uh, you know, when it comes to serving is purpose and serving are kind of like the same thing. Okay. Um, you know, they, they, well, I wouldn't say the same thing. One leads to the other mm-hmm. and sometimes not vice versa, but um, I feel like once you find out who you're meant to serve, then you will find your purpose. Mm-hmm. And and so you don't know who you're meant to serve unless you serve it. Right. So, uh, and I and I tell my wife this all the time. We talk about purpose and, and all of that. And she's like, well, I'm still seeking and still. And I said, the best way you're going to find it is if you go out and serve. If you go out and, and if you're moving, you don't know who you're meant for unless you start somewhere. Right. Um, so you can be volunteering at a, a shelter or something or feeding somebody. It ain't about that kind of serving either. Um, serving could be picking up a, a mentee. Um, you know, she's in pharmaceuticals, so she could go and get another pharmaceutical student or something who's gonna come up and you know, but she's serving in some way. Right. And, you know, so she might find in that that it's twenty other girls, just like that girl she and so, oh man, it's a need for this. Right. So but if you never start, if you never say, I right, you know, how can I serve today? Mm. Um, you're only gonna be serving yourself. Right. Mm-hmm. And when you serve yourself, you have a a finite source mm-hmm. of uh, inspiration, of motivation, of, uh, per- of sense of purpose, because you're just serving something that, if I'm serving myself, if I'm having a bad day, then it, it stops there. Right. Or if I don't feel like doing that, then I ain't going to do that. Mm-hmm. But if you serve something bigger than you or something that um, you know stretches you, then you'll never run out of that right. that reason, that, that sense of, I got to get up and do something about it. Um, so yeah, that's, I see what, what I get from that is serving. Like, I'm gonna say it like this serving. First off, identifying your purpose. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm gonna go there. A lot of times people think that their purpose or like a job is going to bring them fulfillment, mm-hmm. but fulfillment is only, uh, obtained true fulfillment. Is whenever you're moving in your purpose and you're serving other people. Yeah. You know, like God didn't create us to be alone. Right. Right. We we here for people. We're here to serve people. And a lot of times we have this idea that our purpose is to have dominion over somebody else. Mm-hmm. But our purpose is to have dominion over that calling, that purpose that God created you to do to serve others. Right. Mm-hmm. And by serving others, that's when we can get that fulfillment because it's not about us. It's not about how how I feel or what I look like or what I did, but it's about someone outside of me mm-hmm. and that uh, that impartaking of that gift here. Yep. And have this. So how can I help? How can I serve? And giving that in turn builds up that gift. Mm-hmm. I say this, I do a lot of conversation with people because I, I talk a lot. So I'm, <laughs> I'm a conversationalist. So they, they'll call me when they struggle with something. Right, right. And what I found is the people who struggle with with purpose mm-hmm. most of the time is because they still thinking about themselves first. Mm-hmm. Um, they, how much money am I going to make from this? How much time is it going to, I'm going to be tired when I finish doing that. I'm, it's always me, me, me. 
what am I what do I have to give? And yeah, you shouldn't burn yourself out and you shouldn't um neglect yourself mm-hmm. in the mean in the meantime. But mm-hmm. if in the beginning of the thing you worried about the end of the thing, which is you, uh, then that usually you you take away the journey of it and the process yeah. of what you'll find on that and you're thinking about, well if I do this, I'm gonna be sleepy tomorrow. I ain't I ain't gonna want to get up. I, I don't, you know, I like my sleep. You know, I like it. <laughs> yeah. And God is calling you to serve somewhere. It might, it, it takes work. It's it's hard work. And so the people who I found who struggle with, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. And, and they think it's gonna be like God gonna be like, hey, it's your purpose. Mm-hmm. No, he gonna he gonna put you in the, in the path. You are gonna be doing something, and you are mm-hmm. gonna have a eureka moment and say, what? man, I see a gap, and I need to fill it. That's yeah. right. And but you, if you never in that moment then you will never see that thing. So if you're serving yourself, it's, you're going to have the hardest time mm. struggling with purpose. So, Ooh. yeah. Get out the house. Get, get out. Get into community. So, so yeah, I, I'm, while I'm listening to him, um, you know, this, this wise man back here, um, the closer you get to perfection, the harder it gets. Mm-hmm. And that's, it, it's, it's just crazy. I don't care what you're talking about. The closer and closer that you get to something, it's harder to gain more. If I gave, if you give me $100,000, right? Mm-hmm. Which I would be static. Yeah, here you go. Yeah. Thank you. Appreciate <laughs> it. I need that. I'm, I'm going to get that later. Um, if I was Donald Trump or someone that was that rich, it won't really mean nothing to me. So, so it's harder the better and better that you are, the, or the more that you uh, gotten to, into that journey, mm-hmm. right? So in the beginning, you see a lot of things that you've, a lot of goals and tasks that you can just mark off the list. But those same goals and tasks that you had in the beginning, mm-hmm. they ain't nothing towards the end of it, mm-hmm. right? So, and I don't care what journey you're talking about. You can talk about getting in shape. You can talk about education, right? right? It, it doesn't matter what the journey is, but the further and further that you walk with it and you step in it, the harder and harder it becomes. Hmm. That's that's also with your spiritual journey. The more and more that you, once you leave sin, oh man, I done left sin. It felt good. But the more and more that you try to be like Jesus, right? this perfect being, ooh, this monk, man, it becomes difficult, Right. right? But and you may give up on it because you're just like ah this 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 is too hard. Right. And it's it's the same thing with if you wanted to be a NBA basketball player. And I'm in middle school, like a shot. Yeah. How is it in high school? Ooh. What about college? Uh-oh. You know Keep what I mean? Hard. Now I'm a professional. Man, look up. It's hard to be like Michael Jordan, Akeem Olajuwon, whoever you want to say is the greatest yeah. of all time, right? So to me, understanding that you have a purpose and then being fulfilled because there's a need. Mm-hmm. And not in that selfish issue that you're talking about, but being a little bit selfless, that's what makes it being more of a fulfillment. You know, um, me and my wife, we're, we're actually reading in Exodus. I feel like the story of Moses is the perfect picture. Hmm. You know what I mean? Like when Moses first stepped out on the scene, uh-huh. uh, he saw his brothers being persecuted. Yes. You know what I mean? He saw the Hebrews being whipped and, you know, put into slavery. So he went out there and broke some laws. Yeah. <laughs> he, he went out there and murdered a man. Uh-huh. And then next, next next wave, he see two Hebrews arguing. 
So he step out and he try to break it up. And then it's, oh, so what you gonna do? You gonna murder me? Right. You right? You gonna yeah. murder me? And they're like, oh, how they how how they find out, mm-hmm. right? And, and then he ended up leaving, getting on the run, waiting, waiting out in the wilderness until you know some folks die. And then God called him out. Yeah. You know he had that that burning bush experience. That burning bush experience. And God told him, "Hey, bro, like I need you to do this." But his purpose, that same purpose, was revealed to him years before. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. When he saw the need, right, he went about it the wrong way. Mm-hmm. Yep. Right. But he saw a need. He acted. Mm-hmm. He acted kind of severely. Right. But he acted. But he didn't even realize his purpose, his calling, until years later. Oh, that's good. You know, and a lot of times with us, we we don't know our purpose per se Mm -hmm. but we've been shown glimpses and glimmers of it (laughs) throughout our entire life yeah you know what i mean but we have to one one thing i tell my wife sorry baby telling all your business Um, (laughs) i'm telling mine (laughs) you know i i told i told her i said whenever it comes to purpose right what you have to do is start looking at situations in life you've been through. Uh-huh. She's like, but I don't really remember like the bad things or like testimonies, right? Uh-huh. Like when we went through this or went through that, I'm like, you need to recount it. Mm. You have to recount what you've been through. Not for you to wallow and say, oh God, but to thank God. Like he brought you from here. Yes. I remember when we were heating up the house with the oven, literally. I remember when when we were struggling and and the heat didn't work and I had to fence off part of the house with blankets over the hallways so that the heat wouldn't escape. That's right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. She, but when she sees it, she said, you know, I just didn't think it was that bad. I'm like, I understand that. But when you look back, remembering, bringing back to remembrance what was and where you are now, to help somebody that's going through that right now yes. to know what's possible. Mm-hmm. But if we, you know, discount it and say, you know, uh, it won't really that bad. We don't really give God the credit that he deserves. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, when it, and, and and going back to purpose, right? Purpose the same way. By recounting things, experiences, you know, trials, tribulations, ups and downs, victories and defeats. Mm-hmm. By doing so, we are we're actually uncover our purpose. Yes. You know what I mean? I I, I love that. Um it's a hard thing to me. Mm-hmm. Right? So sometimes you see a need and when your heart is in it, Go ahead. then that's where you'll move to a certain thing. You was talking about Moses. He might maybe didn't know what to do, right? But his heart was in it. Mm-hmm. And so when his heart was in it, he did some things, and it's just like we all we all found ourselves in imperfection mm-hmm. and that's what Moses did he hid right right but during those times that he hid God still kind of trained him up he, he he got him into a place to say look you need to walk like this mm. and then when he got him there and said you need to walk like this when he was preparing he sent him back to that same situation that's right and when he sent him back to that situation he said look this is what you tell him this is what you're gonna do I already trained him up and a whole while 
Moses was fighting that situation. Yeah, he was trying to run away from it, right? Just like Jonah, just like, so we can go on and on and on, but that's the process that we have to go through. Right. We don't understand. Sometimes we, don't, we can't fathom why. Why in the world I got to deal with this? Why I got to deal with that? I, every kid, every kid, kids <laughs> right now don't want to go to school, right? right? I can't, I, I wish I can go back. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. yeah. so it's just the situation of where you are right now. And if you already been through it, see, when you already been through it, you start getting a little gray hair. Right, then you could right. talk to someone else about it. Mm-hmm. You know, you could say, hey, I've been through this. All you need is this. Mm-hmm. All you got to do is push them a little bit with this. And sometimes your help can actually help them. Sometimes it can hurt them too. <laughs> and going back to that, that story, mm-hmm. Or you know Moses. So what he found was when he when he was he encountered the the guy that was like you gonna kill me too. Yeah. Like they were reminding him of you know what he had done, and because they they knew what he had done, so yeah. they threw it in his face. Right. And so sometimes when it comes to us in our community, sometimes we do have to isolate ourselves, yeah. and we have to leave because they know who we were. Right back when we were still trying to figure it all yeah. out, yeah. and so I just had this situation with my family, where they it was a little scuffle within the family, right. and you know when I always approach it, I'm the one in the family that come through with the, all right guys, come on, let's right. chop it up, let's talk about it, let's do it this way, let's talk, let's, everybody, y'all don't have to holler, let's you know, and I I grew up with the holler, I grew yeah. up doing the holler mm-hmm. with them, and they always recount stories that man you used to. You know, throw stuff at people and fight every day and do all this and cuss people out. And they will remind me of that. But because I separated myself for a while, yeah. um, you know, and I left home and I came up here and, um, you know, I built this life. I got a new community around me. I, I put myself in an environment where I can't handle myself that way. Right. Because nobody in my community handles themselves that right, way. Right. And so I learned um, more ways to communicate and more ways to handle things. And I brought that back to my family. Mm. So now I'm, I'm able to help change the narrative of how we handle things um, because that separation. Mm. And my sister is like, well, everybody ain't Gandhi like you. And, uh. and I said, the reason why you can't really see it or change is because you still, you still in it. Right. You still communicate with them. And I hate to say it, but I had to like discommunicate myself for a while. Yeah. Like Moses, he was, he was out there chilling. Like, and, and so I had to come out, learn, and it's insane um, that if you only have a hammer, everything becomes a nail. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, so if you only got one tool, then you can't, a hammer can't turn it like a wrench can, or a hammer can't saw nothing, you know. Mm-hmm. You probably can, but it's going to take a while. Mm-hmm. But, um, but if you only have a hammer, everything becomes a nail. So you're trying to approach every situation like you would with the hammer and knock everything and hit everything hard and, and come at everything so aggressive. But when you go out and learn new tools, you can come back and help build a new foundation with your family so or with your community. So what, what Moses had to do was actually probably what led to it. It was what led to what he was able to do later when he came back. But had he did it when he when everybody was still like, hey, man, you you still, you don't want to kill the dude. Like, you he had to get away from that because they knew him. Yeah. That's why he had to wait for people to die. Yeah. You know, nice and wait to, you know, yeah. <laughs> you know, some of your well, family go, but your purpose still now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But you know, you, that separation is needed because yeah. if you're still in it and you're trying to grow while you're still in, you know, the people who 
reminds you of the past, the people who brings that past out of you. Because right. some people now, they still, they know what button to push right. to, to make you stumble. So you you leave just long enough to, to be able to, to jump over that stumbling block. Right. block. Um, you gain endurance, you get stronger. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, that's that's what building that community is. Mm-hmm. Um, but some people try to, I want to still be around and hang out and play spades and, mm-hmm. and do everything. But I also am trying to grow and go to church and, and it's conflicting with with, with each other. So driving in two directions at the same time. Yep. Yeah. It ain't gonna work. When you know know better, you do better. Yep. But what's really good about it is when you know better, you do better and you teach others. Mm-hmm. That's when you can get to the community and change what you're living around. Right. So it's so funny because we always talk about our communities and it gets to the point, it's a cycle. It gets to the point where it's so poor that other people come in buy up our same community mm-hmm. and then 10 years it's the richest places right so a house that was $80,000 is now $800,000 in the same place yeah. right so it's just how do you value it we got mm-hmm. to first start valuing ourselves yep. then valuing our community and stuff like that we need to change our kryptonite mm. you know Superman all these superheroes had a weakness right you got to have the same weakness year after year after year. Mm. You need to change. You know that if this person pushed this button, you're going to react a certain way. You shouldn't let that bother you no more. Right. No? It's like we was talking about before. Be responsible. Right? They're going to they gonna say something, and you're supposed to react. Be responsible for your reaction. And that's control. That's yeah. control. They got power over you. They can do that. Yeah. You see, what, what you made me think of was kryptonite. And Superman's weakness, right? Yeah. It's his home. Hey, that's the past. Yes. But see, this is what I, I want us to not, not to do. Don't make the home, your past, your community, your family, your weakness. Right. Just make it part of your story. Because what we learn, what we can glean from our experiences, our past, is the same thing that can help us and help those that are still in those communities in, in those areas and in our families, we can't neglect those that we love. Right. And we should love our people. We should love our communities. We should love where we come from. Mm-hmm. And the lack of outreach, the lack of authenticity, authentical, uh, I'm start making it word. Yeah, go ahead. Like, T.I. Yeah. <laughs> Expeditiously, my brother. Yeah. I'm just, but but to, to actually truly care uh-huh. for our people and move forward is what's needed. Mm-hmm. And the, the the kryptonite mindset, not saying that's what you're saying, mm-hmm. but the, the, the mindset of, you know, I'm just going to leave. I ain't worried about it. Yep. I ain't going back. I'm out. I went to college or I went to, 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 to the military. I ain't going, I ain't dealing back with these folks. Right. But what we have to do is to go out, is to learn, because every single story in Scripture, whenever it comes to leadership, mm-hmm. every leader was taken from where they were to another kingdom to learn. Mm-hmm. Every one of them. You can go to Joseph. You can talk about David. David was trained up by the Philistines about how to lead whenever he was thrown out to, by Saul. Like, every time we have to lead and learn. Mm-hmm. Go out and learn. Get the information. Glean. There's so much stuff online. Mm-hmm. Get the information. Learn. Implement. 
lift yourself up, then reach back and glean that same information to the next man or woman, the next child, the next generation, so that their footsteps, their path, ain't got to hit the same stumbling blocks that you went through. Right. Yep. Like that's being authentic. That's caring and not doing it from a self-serving manner of, like, yo, he go $100, mm-hmm. let me get you on camera for the grand. Yeah. Like, nah, like, let me let me show you how mm-hmm. to make a hundred. Let me show you how you can grow. Let me show you how you can get your degree. Let me show you how you can do this without a degree. Right. Like, let me show you something of value that's going to make you stand up and move. Now, moving forward, what ways can we serve with technology like it is? Mm-hmm. In a world that, that we are in now, especially how COVID shut everything down, it seemed like everybody had got a podcast. A lot of them still ain't here. We are. Um, <laughs> but what ways can we serve and reach back and give to our community? Ooh. Now, before, before I go into that, go or I'm going to say this, everything that you said is amazing, but make sure you do it first. Yes. Mm. You, you might be learning and getting Ooh. tools. And make sure you do it first. Don't go read a book and then the next week you at your your family house saying yes, we need a budget and save, and you ain't got a dime in your account. The biggest teacher and the biggest um, impactor is example. Oh yeah, and yeah, like an experience. My family did not listen to a word I said until they saw it. Hmm. I was I I'm and I'm telling y'all that because I'm guilty of it. Um, I'm going to school and I'm, hey, y'all, we need to do this and do that. And I learned, I read Rich Dad, Poor Dad and Daddy, you poor. And like, <laughs> you know, so I'm, I'm just aggressive with it and trying to teach them as I'm learning. Yeah. But I wasn't teach, uh, teaching them after I've done it. Right. So once I started, it started catching up and they started seeing the fruit. Right. Then they like, hey, to the point where now. Back back in the day, I'm like, hey, we need to start businesses and be entrepreneurs and all this. While I'm still trying to, right? I ain't even had no LLC, right? I, but I put LLC on the name, trying to look yeah. official. Yeah, like I ain't with the Secretary of State. I ain't did nothing, yeah, yeah. but it looks like I'm doing something. Mm-hmm. And so once I figured out what business really was and started doing it and walking in it, and they saw the fruit of that. Now I got family members calling me, hey. I'm trying to start a business. Where do I start? I don't know. Like, how did you do it? How did you do that? Versus back then, they was like, boy, anybody trying to, you know, start no business yeah. with it? But they see it now. Yeah. They see me walking in it. They see me doing it. Um, And even when it comes to, like, how to communicate, how to, you know, conflict resolve and all that stuff, mm-hmm. they see me do it with my wife. They see how me and, me and, my, me and Jessica move. And they like, listen, we need help. Like, we ain't on the same page. How do y'all do it? Right. Because they see it. Mm. And so you can shut up and let your example come on. Uh, talk for you. Um, and I then once they come to because if they come into you, mm-hmm. now you know their heart is in the right place. That's true. That Now you know they want it versus you trying to shove it down their throats. Yeah. Uh-huh. And, and, in other words, you can't serve nobody that ain't came to the drive through There you go. You can't serve nobody nothing that they ain't looking for. Right. Because they came there yeah. looking for something. Now, if they're looking for something, now it's time to give. Yep. You know? Um, now, what were you going to say? I, I cut you off. <laughs> yeah, no, you're good. What, what were you going to say as far as serving? What ways can we serve? Um, so, and I say this, when it comes to serving, uh, the answer ain't going out and serving first. Mm-hmm. The answer is your heart first. 
So what environments are you around? What are you watching? Mm-hmm. What are you taking in? Um, your morals. What do you believe in? What yeah. do you value? Like Matter said earlier, um, people just kind of go out and say, I'm just going to feed the homeless. and Or I'm going to go serve my community. And that's fine. It like That's like Tylenol. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, it's going to be all right. You're gonna, the headache going to go away for a little bit. It's going to come right back. Um, because your heart isn't there. That's just a temporary fix. Mm-hmm. So first I would tell people to um, start changing their habits, their mm-hmm. ways. Who they're around, um, you know what you what are you taking in? Every time you wake up, you get on YouTube, you watching the latest football, basketball scores, or you know the Real Housewives of this, or mm-hmm. uh, that, you know, and that's all you taking in. And shade room, what they don't put up. Now listen, that stuff is fine, but you shouldn't do that first, and that shouldn't be more than what you take. So, what podcasts are you listening to? Right, uh, groom the, cut the noise, groom the conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, check it out. Uh, what podcasts are you listening to? What conversations are you having? Right. What are you reading on a weekly, mm-hmm. daily, monthly basis? Um, you know, how how's your life? How's your finances? Et cetera, et cetera. Like, do that first. Yeah. And then so you'll be more inclined to want to go out and teach something versus just saying, I need to serve more. Let me go find somewhere to serve. And you're just doing something for a day. Or, you know, then you'll fall in love with the process yeah. um, and not just the result. Right. Or you ain't taking pictures for Instagram saying, hey, y'all see me out here serving my community? Um, because in in that search and in that environment, the need will reveal itself. Mm. You know, when you're moving and when you're um, changing your heart posture, your, your need will reveal itself. Um, versus trying to go out and find a need that you probably only got the answer for. Right. Yeah, you think you do. Right. So that's why I would say tools-wise, is when you when you searching, look at your Instagram. If every every other picture is somebody shaking their what or doing this, like take it off. Like start changing, start start rearranging how your life is, and then that a byproduct of that will be your your servitude, your purpose, and you know, and on a smaller level, look for ways, small ways from day to day just to serve somebody. Right. Smile at the person in the grocery store. Mm. The person that take too long with your uh, order. Say God bless you. Still tip them. Yeah. Like regardless of how people around you are acting, it's about you. Because mm. when you go to heaven, they ain't gonna say right, who with you. You know who are, is that person you fed with you or that person you with? Like it's just you. Yeah. And so find small ways to just do little stuff. Even if you're married, like you know, I'm not an affectionate person. They come from an affectionate family. So here lately, I've been trying to all right, make sure when you walk in the door, kiss your wife on the forehead or something. Right. Or something like that. Just find little things like that, but it's really about a heart thing yeah. first. And so that's how you can use technology. That's how you can use... I know that wasn't a practical way, yeah, yeah, yeah. but I don't want people running to just serving and their heart and change. Hmm. Mm. Yeah. That's beautiful. What you got, man? Well, uh, it just hit me hard over there because I'm that person that's getting on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> I'm playing I'm playing the game on my phone and doing right. all those things. So um, I think that's what you need to do is find out who you are. Mm-hmm. Look in the mirror, right? Um, uh, our women at church, they went through a, a, a restoration period, mm-hmm. right? So in that restoration period, they sat alone just trying to figure out who they were. Right. But while they did that, it... it it gave them the opportunity to refocus, right? And when you refocus and understand the things that you need to sharpen up or change, then change it, right? Right. 
um, I think there's a lot of negative things that happen in our community that we need to change. Like how many uh, mentoring programs that we have, right? You know, we might call it in some 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 negative light. We always call it, in, you know, he all up this person's butt and all that kind of stuff. But we need to get into that that mentoring program. Uh, we do it with some things, but not not with others. You know, if, right. if, if if Michael Jordan had an AAU basketball thing down the street, we'll sign up for that, yeah. right? But it's when it's uh, some intellectual and stuff like that, we don't, right? Uh, so understanding that, teaching that to the next generation, right? Whatever you've been through, I don't care if it's good or bad. Mm-hmm. That those things that you've been through, it 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 could be used. Yes, definitely can be used. Yeah, absolutely. And so not being ashamed of it, you know, like Moses ran when he had his mistake. Uh, uh, Adam and Eve had to put on their leaf because they realized they was naked and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Sometimes you have to uh, heal enough mm-hmm. to show people what's happening behind the curtain. Right, mm-hmm. and if you can do that, it will help others, and they might not be able to have. They don't. They might not have to go through what you've been right. through. So we just got to heal that thing. Mm. Every scar got a story. Every. Mm. Yeah, I like that. Um, I want to be honest, bro. I feel like we gave out a lot in this uh, episode. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like there's a a, a whole lot of nuggets. Whole lot of takeaways that can be taken, but I feel the main the main message that we have here is search for your purpose, identify who you really are, right? Search your purpose, that what God has put into your heart, what you were designed to do, and serve. Serve. Help your fellow man. Help your community. Help your family. But first, you gotta heal yourself. Um, also, if you're looking to connect with the brothers online, uh, podcast, I put links in bio. And if you're looking to grow, we're still working on a church Facebook group, uh, group page. Yeah. We're on. Working on mm-hmm. links will be in the bio. I'll put it in every video and on every description coming soon. So- get connected with the church, get connected with a church. In your local community, and if you don't have one, Strong Tower Christian Fellowship. Get connected, find your purpose, and reconnect with the person that created you or the creator. Yes. God. Mm. And let's move forward. Mm. Anybody got any uh closing? Anything any final thoughts? Hey, make sure you work on yourself. You know, if you look at every great team, mm-hmm. every great team is comprised of each individual doing their own job. Mm. So that's what we need to do in our community. Do your own job. Mm. Make sure you're cutting your grass. Make sure you, you're keeping everything straight that's in your life. Make sure your kids are on the right path. If you see something, say something, right? Do just your job. Mm. Once you do your job, other people will see it. Other people start calling you up. Other people start saying, man, how you got out of this, uh, this neighborhood, right? Right. Just, you leave some breadcrumbs. Yeah. But you first need to save yourself. I know that. Yeah, I just say be authentic with your purpose. Uh when you when you do serve. Um, don't serve to get something. Right. Uh serve to uh impact something, to mm-hmm. change something. Um you might get something as a result. Right. 
it might happen, but don't go into it like, what am I going to get out of this? Because otherwise, when you don't get it, you'll stop serving. And so the that matters. Authenticity, being yourself, and taking responsibility for the next generation. Or not even the next. It could be the generation that was in front of you. You might learn something that your parents might need. Yeah. Um. And and so don't be high minded. Don't go and get all this knowledge. Don't when, like Mallory said. When you work on yourself and when you heal, don't keep it to yourself. Mm. Um. So be authentic, be sincere, and and yeah, serve with purpose. And that it's not we ain't got to be Martin Luther King. Right. We ain't got to go out here now. Sometimes it might lead to that, but it starts small. It's just the little things. And then that spawns into, you know, the bigger. So, yeah, be authentic with your servitude. Absolutely. So, that's the episode. Till next time, stay positive, stay productive. Lights out. Cheers.